Oh, okay, you guys ready? Yeah, yeah let's do it. All right. I'm Kevin Slimko for Foodie TV. I got some friends with me today. We're going to cook some steaks and drink some bourbon. Uh, we got, first of all, the man with the steaks from Steak Syndicate, Brian Adams, a.k.a. B.A. If you hear me call him B.A. or Ba, that's, that's him. And uh, we got Chris Blattner, also known as the Urban Bourbonist. He's going to take us through some tastings of bourbon. And then my buddy Vlad, who taught me how to do this steak cooking method while I was cutting his hair one day. Vlad is one of the, my all-time favorite people to, to talk to while, I'm getting, while he's getting a haircut from me. And he's also a bourbon guy, so I thought, might as well bring him in. And uh, so here we go. We're gonna do the steak in a sous vide method, which I was an idiot all these years calling it sous vide, because I don't know French. <laughs> and I don't know why anybody who invented languages just doesn't spell everything phonetically. It is the most annoying thing to me. B.A., Brian Adams, you want to tell us about the steaks that you brought today? All right, so I brought a uh, variety of our three kind of signature steak cuts here. We, uh, I wanted to give everybody just a different flavor of um, kind of the options that we got here. So I brought a 10-ounce uh, beef loin tenderloin filet, which we uh, dubbed the gentleman's cut, um, a nice thick cut of meat. I brought a 18-ounce prime beef porterhouse. This will, um, you know, very give us a very good taste of, of the actual cut. And then I got a, a New York strip here, which, um, you know, everybody kind of likes a New York strip. So I wanted to get everybody a taste of that one as well. All right, so now we got the steaks cut out. They look beautiful. And uh, I'm going to prepare a couple of them how I do it. And then I'm going to have Vlad uh, show us how he does. You want to do the filet or the... Doesn't matter. That's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, so when you're cooking it in the sous vide, uh, you put it in a plastic Ziploc bag and what I like to do is pour a little truffle oil on it and I'm gonna do I don't know which cut of meat this is because I'm not uh, very smart but I'm just gonna rub this oil in the top that's the New York strip and I'm gonna flip it I just washed my hands guys so we're, we're all good and that truffle oil might stink a little bit but it tastes pretty good when it's in there Okay, so I'm gonna do a cheap method here. I'm just gonna use some regular old Montreal uh, steak seasoning. And I'm sure that some people out there are gonna be like, oh, that's terrible, but I like it, it tastes good. Hey, hey do you? Yeah. So we'll just put a little bit on there. And the steak in the bag. And on the other one, pepper, mixed peppercorn. And some sea salt. Also, you want to do the fillet, just salt and pepper, heavy salt and pepper both sides since you're already dirty? Since I'm already dirty, yeah. <laughs> I might as well, right? Yeah. The salt and pepper and let the meat do its work. Could you tell by listening to it that that, that, that sound like enough? <laughs> Seems okay. You know. It's not really exciting to just sit in a warm well, water bath. <laughs> Which could be exciting to some, you know, you never know. It's exciting when you cut into them though, when they're, when they're done and they're like perfectly pink. Yeah. Or however you like them, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the trick is, you know, you actually put the bag while it's still open in the water and let the water pressure pull out, you know, push out all the air out of the, out of the bag. So you just kind of get it right up to the edge. Do you, you mind sealing that? Just sealing the bed? Hmm. 
those yeah, just go ahead and yep. just get it, get it all closed. Yep. So you can kind of see that the water just pushed out most of the air. Huh. So you get a, obviously make sure you get a good seal so nothing leaks into the bag. And obviously getting the air out kind of helps with it not, not floating because you want it submerged in the water when you're, when you're cooking it. Am I helping, helping yep. out so? Yeah, he's got those fingers of a meat eater. <laughs> I like to add a grate underneath the meat in the Instapot and over the meat so that it doesn't touch any of the edges, but it stays submerged in the water. What do you set your temperature to, Vlad? You know, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do, you know, that's, you know, just under what, two inches roughly. So I'll probably do like 127 or so, so we can get a good sear on it without uh, going over medium. Wow, that's pretty cool. That thing's awesome. So I mean, right now, it's, I mean, it's 60. The water's 68, but it'll it'll come up to temp, and then it'll just keep the temperature, whatever you've got it set at. And then, how long do you cook yours for, Vlad? Uh, this will probably take about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to show you how to do the sous vide in the Instapot. And what I do is there's a sous vide button here. And I cook that, it's at 140 right now, but I don't want it that high. I like my steak a little bit more done than Vlad maybe, but I don't want to ruin it either. So I'll put it at 130, you think that's good Vlad? Sure. Okay. And then the thing that I never knew is you just set this thing and you don't press start. It just says on. And the whole time I cooked the first steak, I'm like, am I doing this right? I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think this thing's turned on. So we got Chris on Instagram. He goes by the Urban Bourbonist. Uh, Chris, you want to tell us about what we have right here? Yeah, so I brought a uh, nice selection of uh, whiskey here that I thought would pair nicely with our beautiful steaks that, uh, that we have today. Um, starting off, I thought we would do a Bardstown Bourbon Company. This is a... Um, Tennessee bourbon that's finished in uh, Pfeiffer Pavit uh, Cabernet Sauvignon uh, wine barrels. So what, what goes well with steak? A nice red wine. So you get the combination of the red wine and uh, bourbon with this one. So I thought that would be a great um, one to try with steak. Next up, I brought a American single malt. This is kind of a category that's growing here in uh, the US. This one has some kind of like smokier flavors that will pair very nicely with uh, a grilled steak. Um, so this will be really nice to taste alongside. And then uh, kind of a classic here, but uh, newer from Knob Creek is the Knob Creek 12 year. This is gonna be kind of a richer, bolder um, bourbon. We'll have some more uh, flavors of like tobacco and leather uh, and, and some oak that will pair really nicely with steak. So I think we've got a nice kind of tasting lineup here to, to go through and, and see kind of which one fits our palate along with steak. Um, so I thought these would be fun to, uh, to try today. Vlad is uh, gonna take us through some of the bourbon that he brought us today. 
And uh, go ahead, Bilal, take it away. I'm just going to, don't mind me, I'm going to be like preparing. The Making potatoes. the potatoes. Yeah. So, you know, I brought a, a couple of, uh, you know, four different bottles here that I'm going to show. Um, and I kind of try to do a variety. So here I have a, an old granddad from 1974. Uh, this is an 80 proof. Um, so it's, you know, on the lower end of the proof scale. Um, and again, these are, you know, what we refer to as dusties. Um, you know, this probably sat on the bottom shelf in 1974, and it's it's just it's just delicious. It's got a lot of vanilla and caramel and leather and butterscotch notes to to it on the palate. Um, this one was actually this is not the original bottle. This was decanted out of a decanter from 1969. This is a old crow. It's a chess piece. So in the 1968-69, they did a whole chess piece decanter set. Um, you know, with the, obviously the same same bourbon and all the big decanters, but uh, there was a complete set with actually like a rug that was like a chessboard. That was really cool. Uh, so this comes in at 86 proof, and again, this is from 1969. This has a very similar profile to the old granddad. It's, you know, again, a lot of vanilla and butterscotch and, uh, and caramel on the palate. These are definitely sweeter. Um, then the next two are from, um, from Willet, and these are uh, private barrel picks that my group Honor Among Thieves did. Um, so this one is an eight year. Um, this one is actually a source distillate, so it's not something that Willet distilled themselves. You know, this comes in at 119.8 proof. So this is, you know, you know barrel strength. Um, and this one, you know, I brought this, it's got a pretty unique profile. There's a lot of, not unique to bourbon per se, but there's a lot of peanut on the, on the palate on this one. So I thought it'd be interesting for you guys to try. And this is another pick we did, it's a 10 year. Um, it's uh, again 119.4 proof. Again, this is this is from Willet. This is one of the picks we did more recently. Um, so again, we got a a couple of you know a, a couple of different bottles from the from the you know this, the same distillery, and then a couple of dusties that we're gonna that we're gonna try and taste. All right, so this is interesting to me because this is in Vlad's sous vide cooker, and I don't have an actual sous vide cooker. I have a Instapot, and you can't see it get dark, but you can see. Uh, that this is actually cooked in the bag um, while it's cooking in here. So we're just about ready to take it out and we're gonna put it on the iron skillet. This is a five-star chef right? who's on TV, he's on this, he's got his own show networks, you know what I mean? He's, he's labeled one of the top 15 chefs in the, in the city of Chicago and this guy's telling me he won't even grill a steak. He's only going to do it this way in the cast iron. He showed me the way to do it. So it's just fascinating that, like you said, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just a matter of, you know, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I don't like about searing in the cast iron is my exhaust fan isn't good, isn't good enough. Oh, my exhaust fan sucks. We're going to set the smoke alarm yeah. off for sure. All right. All right, Vlad, so take us through what you're doing here. So, I mean, now we're just basically just taking it out of the bag. The, the steak is, at this point, fully cooked. Um, just, you know, not doesn't look as appetizing because it has no, no, no char, no crust on it. So we're going to take these out. We'll, um, we'll, we'll get them nice and dry so we can put them in the cast iron and get a sear on them. Oh, yeah, that's so what I'm going to do is actually I'll take the strip because it's got like nice fatty side. I'll get that fat down first and try to render some of that so we'll get a little bit of oil into the into the pan as a result all right so we got the skillet at a high temperature i put preheated it for about five or six minutes
That's very interesting. Usually I just throw like two huge pats of butter on each side of the steak and then it, it melts over the steak, but I feel like this is better. I don't know, this is what the chefs do, so I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> That is a huge steak. So I'm just gonna pull that. Uh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Look at that, huh? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Focus. Come on, camera. That's some goodness. There oh, you go. Dang. Look at that. That is beautiful. My mouth is watering. Oh, you're going first. All right. I'm glad we did it this way too, because I was first originally looking at like four fillets or you know, and no, I was so like, I no, let's do one cuts. of each, yeah. and really, really get a get a good idea of it. Now let me ask you this: being a grill guy, the spinalis, do you know the spinalis? No, I don't. So I didn't either, right? And all of a sudden, one of one of the top chefs came to me and said, "Have you ever had a spinalis cut?" I said, "No, I haven't." So it's a, it's it's in between a skirt steak and a strip steak. Okay. And it's called spinalis, which comes with fine marble on top of it. So look huh. it up later when you go home. And uh, I've never heard of it. Me neither. And, and supposedly that in the in the Y5 Wagyu steak is 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 something that we're gonna start gifting to members after they hit a certain threshold mm -hmm. on their membership. But allegedly, it's it's a piece of steak that you can't even order or get off I've the never, menu. I've never heard of it. It's kind of uh, you know, if you said that to an owner of a restaurant or something, they might have it, but they don't have it on the menu. Right. And it's kind of like this secret. I know, like, the Denver's become a really popular yeah. cut, like, recently. That's, that's cooked well. This is some straight-up five-star yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can't really screw it up. You know? Yeah, right. As long as you set the temperature right, you know. So what, temperature and timer, and you're good. Well, timer doesn't even matter. You just gotta make sure you hit the minimum time. And, yeah. And like, as long as you don't do overdo it for like by hot. I mean, it could sit for three hours or, or two and a half hours or three and a half hours. It won't matter, you know. Uh -huh. Like once you start getting over five or six, I think it affects the texture. So like, you could just let it go and not worry about. Yeah. Worry about it. I started with that New York strip. Jeez. Incredible. I feel it in my hammies right now. Like my hamstrings are. <laughs> I'm tired from leaning over and cutting this stuff. I'm I'm feeling excited right now. Well, when you and I talked about it, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm totally good," because I was like, you know, you know, I was like, "It's awesome," like you know. And then you're like, "Well, I'm totally gonna do it." And then when you messaged me, you're like, "Check this out." I'm like, "Oh, I'm so glad you did it." But you were like, you were right. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely doing this. Amazing. So good. Yeah, that fillet actually came out. Perfect. I saved the filet for last. Yeah. Just, just savor that bad boy. I couldn't wait. I'm too much. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like a little kid. Yeah. And I gotta say, first time on the smoker for the potatoes. Very it's good. Not bad. Very, Very good. good. Perfect. What'd you do with those? Just throw them on and salt, pepper, butter. Right there. Yeah. Salt, pepper, butter. The 
edges and poked holes in them and then just, threw let, them in the, just let it run its course. Mm -hmm. I mean, the simplicity of a baked potato, it just there's something great about it. So, <laughs> cheers to VA and Steak Syndicate. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank Bring you. It here. Um, cheers to meeting you guys today. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you for coming out today, Vlad. Your cooking was <laughs> phenomenal. Thank you for hosting. Chris. I uh, somewhat liked. Yes. <laughs> BA, thank you for the steaks, Steak Syndicate. And if I will, real quick, uh, please come join us at, uh, at Steak Syndicate on Instagram and steaksyndicate.com for the website. And like Al Capone used to say, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. So uh, come, join the, come join the family. Chris, you want to say anything? Thanks for having me. And thoroughly enjoyed uh, doing the uh, the whiskey tasting. Follow me uh, at Urban Bourbonist on Instagram. And I don't have social media that you need to follow, but this is what this is all about: food, bourbon, good people, conversation. That what else do you need? Thank you for watching. Thanks to these people. I am Kevin Slimco. Slim's not funny on Instagram and. Download the Foodie TV app on the App Store or whatever Google Play. I don't know what it is. I'm not that smart. Have a good day. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, guys. Well, the funny thing is, like, I got super out of shape last year, and like this, the and then you just maintained. Like, well, like a month ago, or like two months ago, I was like, I spent a month in the gym, like hardcore, and then this company started, and I've been tasting steak sure. four days a week. So my older brother, who Kevin knows very well, looked at me and he goes, "You might want to just sit this summer out. Just worry that just focus." He's like, "2022 is gonna be your year." <laughs> Which I knew Kevin would appreciate that. That's a, oh, oh, the fillet is yeah. like that just butter. Looked like, that see, just see, looked like. Butter. See, I'm actually a fillet guy over anything. That's just me personally. Um, I'm starting to get into like the New York strips a little bit more, but. Typically, when I go to a restaurant, I always like just a good petite cut fillet. It's like you can't go wrong. Love it. Oh.